Buenos dias, mi gente. It is July 15th, and welcome back to Beckham Lunches Time with your host, Jacob Alvarado and Jacob Ibarra. Hola, everyone. Welcome to our special episode. I know you listeners have been looking forward to this. Since there's a lot of heavy news every week, we here at Café Con Lunches Time decided to make a more lighthearted episode to talk about something fun. With that being said, let's talk Broadway, specifically Hamilton. Yes, Hamilton, the phenomenon on Broadway of the 2010s, the show that has transcended past Broadway and to the rest of the country. So a little context about Hamilton. It, it is created, directed, and starred Lin-Manuel Miranda, who has already been a successful Broadway actor before Hamilton. So, But this was his project. This was, in, this was his baby. So he, this was very near and dear to his heart. It debuted in February of 2015 off-Broadway first, but then after about six months of success off-Broadway, the play went to Broadway, and it was even more successful. When it came to award seasons for those Broadway plays and musicals, it was nominated with 16 it was nominated for 16 awards, and it ended up winning only 11 awards. You know, not, not too shabby. So, and, and it's become so successful that since debuting on Broadway, it has had three national tours, and just ev- everybody loves it. And I've, everybody who's seen it loves it. People who even who haven't seen it want to see it, but anybody who's heard the soundtrack. Cannot say a bad thing about it. So, Jackie, let's talk Hamilton. Yeah, definitely Hamilton has been a Broadway musical that's been talked about a lot by everyone. I mean, at some point, you hear, see, you hear someone talk about it. Um, definitely one word I could really describe it is revolutionary. And that's been proven by its nominations, its success, and tours. Um, definitely has been um, really an honor to see it definitely like I've seen it through Disney plus and to me that's definitely like a huge thing and huge like I was really glad that I was able to see it through Disney plus because it's been something that I wanted to see in person in New York but definitely them debuting on Disney plus was definitely something great and definitely Broadway should consider doing that in other productions too Um, because I mean definitely Broadway um, seeing things on Broadway it's hard to do I mean Hamilton was a huge success i mean it was hard to get tickets to i mean like people just really couldn't like like would it would be sold out and like you had to reserve you know put a reservation in advance like it was like it was like ridiculous but like also like awesome to see how the the impact it has and to audiences um seeing it for like i said seeing like to me the first time was definitely um um really like amazing to me i mean um the music itself definitely has a huge impact because it debuts hip-hop r&b and rap like a mixture of all of it and um to me that was interesting to see because i mean broadway has known to tell stories that are a classic like from disney like originals like the lion king aladdin and you know other like basically um stories that you've been you grown up with and you know about because you either read the book or saw the original movie, so on and so forth. 
or it was like now, like for example, Aladdin's a live action movie now, so you like you know the story itself. Um, but Hamilton's definitely something that is original, and it was written like for it was written in a way that told the story of Alexander Hamilton, but in a way put a twist because of its modern, evolving um, style of art, like seeing that the music um, debuts a mixture of like what appeals to especially the younger generations definitely something that um, drew my attention and it also really debuts talent that is not as shown in Broadway especially towards um, actors of color like seeing that the whole cast itself is represents the minority that Broadway doesn't really showcase is really important um, because Broadway has been an industry that doesn't really is known for its dominance in white actors and um, basically it's been showcasing that for a while and definitely um, um, seeing that change within um, talent is really important because I mean it puts it inspires like future actors who want to pursue Broadway especially who are actors of color definitely gives them a chance to really seek that dream so um to me it was really like awesome to see like actors who are of color seeing them on the screen definitely like gives especially as a latina myself like seeing the latinx um, representation there definitely was inspiring to me because i mean that's something that you don't you don't really see and i didn't grow up seeing really so um that was really like impactful for me Right, and as as you just said, it you know it, it's a cast that not only not only tells the story of Alexander Hamilton, it tells the story of, like the creation of America, the mm-hmm. the revolution of how America came to be, and we know it as all you know, the the founding fathers and these real men who were white men who created the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and created the country of how it is today, but with this play, they're not white. They're all people of color portraying powerful men of history. Yeah, and um, what definitely drew my attention was, um, yeah, seeing that especially, but also using its platform, like, to really showcase that immigrants are what this nation's built up and what makes the nation really great. I mean, the reality of it. Um, the song that the 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 show really showcases um, immigrants, we get the job done. And that's what people need to realize. And it definitely it portrays that, especially because, I mean, this United, the United States is a nation founded by immigrants, built, by, built because of immigrants. I mean, like, it's sad to see that basically, like, throughout years, people have been denying that. But that's what this play kind of, tu- it really touches that. And it definitely relates to the significance today because, I mean, we wouldn't be this diverse nation if it wasn't for immigrants, you know? It's it's definitely sends a powerful, huge message because of that. And um, they, did a, they did a really good job portraying that. And definitely, um, I mean, our cult, the culture, the cultural society of what the United States is wouldn't be, wouldn't be where it is, I mean, if it wasn't for immigrants. I mean... Immigrants contribute so much to society, and 
Hamilton definitely showed that because I mean Hamilton, the character itself, is an immigrant who came to the U.S. I mean from British descent, but definitely uses his platform to either fight, like you know, in war or to really show his contributions in a way. Like he finds a way to contribute to the United States, and that kind of shows what immigrants come here to the United States for. They come seeking a better future for themselves, but want to contribute to society in any way that they can. And that's seen today. I mean, immigrant families come to the United States in hopes to really improve their their future and give them opportunities that their homeland w- isn't able to give them. And But in a way, they give back to society by contributing through working and trying to really really show like showcase why they they want to be in this country and like i said hamilton definitely touches that message throughout the play yeah definitely especially because hamilton himself was an immigrant from yeah. england and coming to america he tried his to his best to show that he mm-hmm. can be some, some, type, some kind of major influence to the building of the country mm-hmm. so and then when immigrants we get the, the job done he it's an immigrant helping the foundation of a new country mm-hmm. which but seeing a person of color you can kind of see like the theme of hey we people of color from immigrants and descent and even some of us who might be immigrants like we get the job done cuz we're we we do the hard work that others don't want to do we we make sure that we go we work hard so there a lot a lot of it's it makes the impact of the themes a lot more meaningful mm-hmm. in today's context. Yeah, like it definitely shows like they're they're trying to they're highlighting the, their significance and trying to prove themselves why they make a huge con- you know prove that they do make a contribution to society and it's it, like it's important. It's definitely resonates to what's happening today and has been what's been happening for years and and it definitely shows that the. Um, it definitely wants to send a message that immigrants are a huge, huge thing to society and really are a huge contribution. And um, that's something that definitely people need to realize today. I mean, it's the fact that it's showcased in Broadway now. It's definitely something that people need to really open their perspectives up and really analyze that that's really like one of the huge messages is this, this production is trying to, you know, portray. Yeah, so the theme is very important. Mm-hmm. It's and how it portrays its themes is is very ironic, but very important as well. The music you said revolutionary. Why? Because mo- we've we've known from hearing s- certain songs on famous songs on Broadway, they're they're, they're scores usually. They're more traditional, you know, slower songs, and you know they, there's nothing wrong with them. They they they're sometimes beautiful numbers beautiful songs but Hamilton went in a completely different direction of of its music it went into more modern and contemporary style especially with you know like you said earlier hip hop a lot of these songs are hip hop songs and you, even to the point I didn't know this but in doing so, a little research Hamilton of this for the decade is one of the highest selling hip hop albums of the decade Wow. Right. And that's that's crazy. Who would have thought a Broadway album would be a hip hop album? So you see a lot of a lot of influence with 
especially since you know Lin, Lin Manuel Miranda being from New York, a lot of influence with New York rappers here. Some R and B in there with with the women's scores, and also a little a little pop, but mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of contemporary style music, and you know, we with some if you listen closely enough, or if, if this is your your genre that that you listen to, you can you can kind of find some of the inspirations of rappers behind the songs, maybe lyrically and stylistically. So like, so when when I was watching Hamilton, I remember listening to, to the the rap songs and thinking, okay, like I can kind of tell which, which rappers played a part into these songs, not maybe not necessarily contributing to the lyrics or to creating these songs, but in which rappers that maybe Lin-Manuel Miranda is a fan of, maybe the ones that, that really inspired him for these songs or maybe the ones that he grew up listening to and was a fan of their music. So I, some songs I was able to hear influences of Nas. Some I was, definitely I was able to hear influences of, you know, Brooklyn's Finest, Biggie, Notorious B.I.G. I was able to hear one of my, one of the, the one of my other favorite lyricists, Talib Kweli. I was also, also other, um, another group I was able, I heard was, um, that he definitely inf- like referenced like I think three times, uh, Mob Deep, and oh my gosh, and it, the most popular song to come out of Hamilton probably, his song My Shots. It feels like a not necessarily it's a very like, heavily influenced, but a different type of version of Lose Yourself by Eminem. Mm-hmm. And for the for the women, I I think I told you like I think. One of the songs reminded me of Ashanti. Another song reminded me of the style that reminded me of Destiny's Child. And the one I found the funniest um, was introducing Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> and, I, and I said, oh, it sounds like the Jefferson's theme song. And I, of course, it, it would be the Jefferson's, Jefferson's theme song because who are they introducing? The Jefferson, Mr. Jefferson, Thomas Jefferson. So of course, not like like it, 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 maybe it's not obvious to you know younger audiences, but it's it's kind of funny. It's it's a funny thing for the older audiences to to get. Yeah, and with that being said, definitely um, Miranda was trying to really he understood like the that the audience would definitely kind of see that um, draw that similarities, especially and draw that perspective, and definitely he really demonstrated that really well. Like the music, I mean musical like music does have a huge impact on people i mean mostly everyone likes music i mean i haven't really met anyone who doesn't like music or some type of form of music oh yeah of course music is universal yeah music definitely sends a universal message and i mean like broadway is musicals are musical so basically music it's that's what tells the story so definitely miranda wanted to draw attention to people and really appeal everyone's appeal everyone through 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 this type of music and definitely the style, and I mean definitely it, like what I mean like it definitely influenced people to watch it because I mean people that I know that I've talked to who never really are interested in musicals were interested in Hamilton because of the music. I mean if you have a good a good music set and good music songs for a musical, people are gonna really have that. They're gonna draw attention to so. People like people need to watch Hamilton. I mean, if you don't like musicals, well, you're gonna like this one. Trust me. Like it's, I mean, if you can, like I, like I, 
like I tell people, like it's um if you can watch three hours of the Avengers, you can watch this play. Like, come on. Like it's 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 um <laughs> it's not boring whatsoever. I mean like I mean you might not like some songs than others, but um it's 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 worth watching it. I mean like I like if you can sit three hours like through like literally through like the Avengers, like then you can watch Hamilton. Like it's not bad. Even actually Hamilton's a little bit actually shorter than like actual than um the Avengers. So you're gonna be okay. So I mean people are telling me like it's so long, but I'm like you watch the Avengers, so like you can watch him. <laughs> the Avengers is about three hours. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, if, it's, like... if it's shorter than the Avengers, I mean, well, I mean, a lot of things are shorter than the Avengers. So but yes, like, yeah, so yes, like, you're right. You're right. Broad, you can watch a Broadway show. It's definitely something worth watching, and like it, it definitely resonates to what's happening today. And like, if if you're a person that doesn't really like, like, really like read or like about like really societal issues, I mean, and you then. You can really watch Hamilton because, I mean, in a way, it sends a message. I mean, like, don't don't just watch this movie and see, like, oh, I think I understand what society issues are. No, it's it's one type of thing that it's one form of informing yourself and educating yourself. Like, like it's broad. Like, art is definitely a thing that people don't realize. It is a form of um, social action. Like we've like we've mentioned, like there's so many songs by so many artists that we could like I could name like many that do tell a message and are de- definitely do a significant impact and to me broadway definitely showcased this and has never really showcased this type of action before so i encourage people even if you don't like musicals just really watch it just get if you don't want to watch it then well at least listen to the song the soundtrack i mean the soundtrack basically is basically the whole play <laughs> so yeah it's not it's not a it's not a dumb musical it's not a boring musical it's not, a, not one of those musicals not, where like, yeah. I can't, it's not like not like cats where it's like kind of weird and like you don't get it I'm like no it's it's history if you, and it, you, a plus if you weren't so good at u.s history well guess what this is a lesson that that won't literally. be boring yeah literally if you were like bored in the u.s history don't remember anything then watch hamilton like definitely it's something if you if you like watching videos if you like music you like rap and you heard what jacob was saying with the like the resemblance of the similarities within songs and by rappers that then you should watch this like it's definitely worth watching and um like it's it's it tells history in this really um interesting way it uses a different style and definitely it's something that i feel like i kind of learned a lot through watching this production than i really read through a textbook and that's really cool about art i mean art kind of portrays that i mean like what we learn in our history books sometimes isn't really like we get you get this from a history book you get the facts but from literally like from a Broadway show, like a video or like you really get the interpretation and perspectives that you never really understood when you read something because you read the facts. So definitely it's like I encourage people that to really like watch this, take this, give this, show, this, this Broadway show a chance. Like it's something that you really, um, you, need, you really need to really open your perspective and analyze. Like it's something, like I said, it gives you perspectives that you never really realize and Music really opens that different type of perspectives. I mean, it's your music gives you the platform to really interpret those type of things. Yeah. And with that, with that being said, we've talked about the, the significance of, of what the show is about, what it represents. We talked about the music. Now let's actually talk about the story. Mm-hmm. So, Jackie, are you ready, ready to talk about the actual story? 
Sure. So um, you want to talk? start with Act 1? Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll start with Act 1. So, and, you know, if you haven't seen it, you know, we're going to drop the spoilers, especially – I know some of you have access to Disney+, Plus, whether you created your own account, whether you're sharing it with somebody or someone I mean, sharing we'll it give, with you. We'll give some spoilers, but we're basically trying to keep it very vague because we want and, people to watch it. I mean, but like – I mean, at the same time, it's also been out for five years. I mean, yeah, but I mean, it has, yeah, it's been out for five years, but not many people have watched it, though. Like, yeah, given that's, that's true. That's true. And in this, but in this, also in this pandemic, I mean, everybody's streaming something. So I know some of y'all got Disney Plus, and yes. some of y'all are sharing Disney Plus with somebody. Someone shared Disney Plus with you. So no excuses why you can't see Hamilton. No excuse. I mean, like, if I see you, like, watch Avengers, then I'm literally going to get on your case for it. So watch Hamilton. I'm literally going to be exactly. like, no excuse. Or if you want to say, like, oh, you're watching something old, like, like one of the shows that she used to like watching on Disney Channel on Disney Plus, like yo, you know Hamilton's like right next to it. Literally, like if you've been watching like a show that you've seen like twenty times, then we can watch Hamilton. Okay, exactly. So now let's get into the story. So these spoilers, even though I mean, you have you can see it. You've probably I mean, seen it. Yeah, I mean with with like social media kind of giving it away. Like yeah, I mean almost the whole world saw it now. So. So and let's start with Act One. Well, Act One, you know, int- they introduce us to who Hamilton is, you know, an immigrant from England who who comes to America. So he didn't have a family, comes to America, wants to start, you know, wants to start his life and make a make an impact. And you you see the obstacles he has to deal with. Like he, people are trying to tell him for about like you know maybe change your perspective because. You're ambitious. That's great, but you're you're only gonna get so far. So you know, basically, play the game. You know, know when, know like, know like to be a little more quiet, and and that's when you find the little opportunities you can get. But you can see, like, even early on, before the Revolutionary War starts, he's mm-hmm. a very outspoken. You know, he's trying to challenge other people's perspectives and ideas and really want to convince people like no like are the time for change is now like the way how corrupt england is to these colonies like let's stop just finding like little opportunities for like and compromises no 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 we're taking what we feel like is ours now mm-hmm. we're gonna be unapologetic about it we if we're gonna do it by any means necessary like why why play their game we gotta play our own game Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that- I thought, and that, which is you know, we're very bold, especially for some guy, for someone who in in the in the context of history is an immigrant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, that was like seeing Act One, like that involvement definitely was um, powerful because it's definitely Hamilton is challenging and he is challenging, also um, really trying to not settle and that's something that we see today like now we've we've now 2020 has been now a huge year for the U.S. because now people are I mean it's long overdue but really now people are starting to realize that the time is has is now to really step up and really do something about society's issues i mean now 2020 definitely has challenged everyone in the perspective to really to really not settle for what has been happening in the past and really taking that power to really push forth and challenge things that are challenged 
to really make change. And definitely Act One did show did showcase that. And Alexander Hamilton definitely um was was keep everyone kept telling like literally kept telling him like you need to no you need to really settle you need to be quiet you need to you basically need to follow society's norms. But he did not want to do that. Like he wanted to challenge. He wanted to. Like like you said, like the little opportunities. He's like, yes, I do want to take those little opportunities, but I want, don't want those little opportunities to be a settlement. I want those. I want this to chase the big picture, to chase the big challenge, and definitely that was really shown through Act One, and um, that's something that now that we see today, like people, activists, and everyone, like a lot of people, like for example, like AOC, for example, she is that person she kind of she is that person who is who's like challenging the status quo and really trying to push forth and challenge to make the change now because I mean it's long overdue so that kind of like in a way putting in perspective to society today like um seeing leaders who are trying to challenge challenge and make that change I kind of see I kind of saw that through act one like like AOC came to mind because how seeing Alexander Hamilton's character was just like reminded me of AOC because she she has take she has had many small opportunities and has been successful but in, when she ran for congress she took that leap of leap of challenge and was able to be successful and she's not, and she has been for the past 2 years been challenging that and continuing to challenge that and she is going to still continue that so definitely that like to me when i was watching like the actually act 1 it made me think of like political leaders and activists who are really taking their steps right now to really make that change and also influencing other people like the younger generation to say something about like to not settle for the continuation of things that are like the continuation of things because I mean things in the past have been this way and nothing has been changed so that kind of just made me think of that also now really reflecting um I think this play also does in act one it shows the cliche of the American dream mm-hmm. that if you you can come to America and you can you can be anything you want like you just have to work hard for it, you know pull yourself up by your bootstraps and work hard to get what you want and that's you know like that it's a really old saying and kind of like a utopian kind of way mm-hmm. of thinking that's not very not always realistic when especially with immigrants or you know the people who are who are more more um, from the lower class. But that, but this where like you can really see with Hamilton, that is really the idea of the American dream. He came from another country. Mm-hmm. He settled in the colonies before, be, before the colonies actually became a country. And the fact that he worked really hard, he did what he had to do to eventually get some power. And of people, you know, you know, born there, trying to tell him, hey, stay in your lane except the little opportunities that you're going to get. Don't try to aim for anything higher because that's not going to be possible for you. It's not realistic. So even, and then to not listen to that. So, you know, like, like and you can see that today, a, a lot of conservatives tell immigrants who are here legally or illegally, like, stay in your lane. Don't, like, try not to be overly ambitious, you know, like, just be happy with what we give you. But it's also like now a reminder that, hey, one of the biggest advocates for this country and a a revolution came from an immigrant. 
So it's not, it's not a radical thing that mm-hmm. an immigrant wants more than just the crumbs. So it it, it kind of challenges the that the um the that saying of the American dream. So basically, like, hey, we had like America, like, live up to your promise of being of saying that you're you're the land of opportunities, not the land of just knowing your role. Yeah, definitely the American like the like the that um really those two words have been definitely a battle throughout years. I mean, like people like conservatives definitely like you mentioned have been like um really not at all like like been so been telling like immigrants in general throughout the past years to really settle for what the like what they get what what they get and that's definitely something that is a huge issue and it's um yeah definitely to me like i remember like the, like really like the american like seeing like how people say like oh the american dream has like um it's been like a saying that like really is um it's for many people it's like starting to really like it's definitely involves around like really like nitpicking like what it really means you know like it's how society has developed that now is definitely something that um it's historically like it's like evolving throughout throughout time throughout times it's been evolving like it's its meaning has drastically changed through what it was originally set for you know that's it's been interesting to see how that has been evolving throughout time yeah and so that, and that's pretty much what act one is about it's you know just mm-hmm. hamilton trying to make it but not not just not settle for what the colonies are going to give him you know he's if he's going to if he's going to make it he's going to aim high he's aiming big because he came from nothing mm-hmm. he, he knows what it means to have nothing and now he wants base he wants everything that he can get and like and really like that's uh, that's also another homage to like even currently you know, an immigrant's hustle you know like, like immigrants you know like usually come from ve- very little and the fact Nothing, that they want yeah. And the fact that they want everything that they can get, but you know, they said, "Oh, it's a lot of greed and too much ambition." Like, well, yeah, it's definitely like to me that frustrates me when they say that because I mean, it's something that they they work hard for. It doesn't come easy. It's not what people don't really realize, especially within conservatives. They just think that immigrants like like should stay in their lane, but they work hard to prove themselves that they deserve every they want to reach their goals like it's it's frustrating to me how like the continuation of thinking like oh like they're greedy like why don't they just be happy for what they got i mean i mean like like we said like they come to this country for opportunities because in their homeland countries they, they don't have those opportunities or their opportunities are not as strong compared to the united states and to me um as a daughter of, of immigrant parents um it's it's a hustle like every day and to uh, to me, like growing up, especially like it, I've known that if I want something, you're gonna have to work hard for it. It's not something that's handed to you. Sadly, I mean that's what reality, society has been set up. And it's not saying that we won't work hard for what we're gonna get, but our journey can't be dehumanizing or cruel like that. You know what I mean? It's something that we set. We are gonna work hard for to get where we are, and we're not gonna settle for what mediocrity things are going to give us. Like, that's a thing that really relates today. Like, it's immigrants have that hustle 
and are going to work hard for it because, I mean, things come with hard work. That's what it is. If you want something, you're going to have to work hard for it. But our journey should not be where we have to basically navigate through so many obstacles compared to people who are born, you know what I mean? Like, and have that white privilege and so on and so forth, you know? Yeah, definitely. And that, yeah, like, like pretty much that's, that's the theme of act one, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I'm not like, why should I just have to settle? Like I come from nothing. I know what nothing is. So excuse me for trying to be much better than where I started off. Yeah, it's it's definitely like that. Like act one, like seeing how Hamilton is doing that, and definitely not taking no for an answer. Definitely is significant to what's happening today. And um, like, yeah, it definitely sends a message that Hamilton's Hamilton's definitely saying that I will, I'll, I'm going to work hard for it because I know I can't just earn something without working for it. Like that, but yeah, definitely, and he, that's what he's trying to portray, and he's just like. But how, like, over my journey to get where I want to get where I want to go, it can't, it can't be that, you know, there can't be so many obstacles that are targeted so I, so, so I could lose. Because when you think about it, how immigrants come to this country, it's like you're in this game that you're set up to lose. That's like, to me, like, it's, like, like I said, as a daughter of immigrants, like to me, like I, I'm, I have the privilege to be born in the United States, but in a way I still, still receive that systemic oppression daily. Like it's something that it's like you're in, like for many immigrant families, like it's, you're set up in this game where you, you try to take a step, but then you take a step backward because that's how society views, views you. You're like literally in this game that you have to go through so many obstacles and through many setbacks and like it's like you're in a game that you're that your mindset's like I'm in this game and like there's in the game it's literally society trying to to put you down and make you lose and that's and Alexander Hamilton kind of understands that the society is trying to really put it, put him in a game that's really just gonna lose but he takes that ambition and that strength to be like i know what the game you're playing but like everyone else how you cheat i'm gonna try to to navigate myself in a way where i'm gonna have to not cheat but like go around the cheating and prove to you that i don't need to cheat to get where i am today yeah also another another um i don't know i'll say trait i guess but one another like thing that we see among immigrants that you have to work twice as hard to get mm-hmm. to get work to the basic to the same position as people who aren't immigrants. Like, of course, like you know, mostly in, in Act One, Act Two. But you know, as we mm-hmm. saw in Act One, as the, before the country becomes the United States, and as it became the United States, mm-hmm. who who he has to battle with, you know, his his friend, mm-hmm. colleague, and then eventually a rival, Aaron Burr, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he has to battle with Aaron Burr, and you know Aaron Aaron Burr keeps telling him like you know they just just settle like you know like pretty much like you're you're too radical like hey like just just keep it chill you know don't you know just try don't don't let don't reveal anything you know just, just find the little opportunities that you can get and then you eventually you'll make it big but I mean yeah but that might work for you but that's not gonna work for me I gotta do more than you to get where you're at 
and to be considered. So again, the, the immigrant mindset, I have to work twice as hard. So yeah, a lot, a lot of elements that are, that are very, very strong and powerful too. Mm-hmm. Not, not just how Alexander Hamilton made it in, in the US, but you know, just how immigrants have to make it. They, it's a daily struggle. It's a daily hustle to work t- twice as hard to get where you want to be. And definitely, um, it's, it influences what's happening today and influences activism as well. Like it really um, inspires people to like this, like this overall, like this Broadway show really inspires people to really see what, in a way, what um, immigrants go through. I mean, um, I mean, people don't really want to realize it, um, but Broadway was definitely able to, with Hamilton, was able to showcase a specific audience, like the Broadway audience, to see that. Because I mean, a lot of people who are not really want to be involved in politics, and I mean, but but tend to like you know be a blind eye and not really want to, um, like I said, focus on politics. But definitely, Broadway and art showcases that that politics is a huge thing that people should be paying attention to. Yes, and also one detail from Act One before we move on to Act Two, I mm-hmm. want to that I found like maybe like a little comedic, a little kind of funny and like interesting, you know. Alexander Hamilton in that love triangle though. Oh my god. That was like act one. That was like act one, but also act two, like kinda yeah. goes to that. But like yeah, yeah. You're right. But it started in act one, it was like kinda of funny, like, oh Alexander Hamilton, the ladies man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not only is he a ladies man in a love triangle, it's a love triangle between two sisters. Yeah, that's definitely like um I like how they really showcased that, like, in the beginning of Act 1. Like, um, it's kind of concluding Act 1, sort of, in a way. Um, definitely, yeah, I did not expect that for them to, like, put that in there. But then again, like, Broadway does, I mean, like, mostly all, all musicals have, like, a love type of romantic part of it. So definitely, um, yeah, it was interesting to see. I was like, damn. I mean, dang, Hamilton. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. So, it's like, all right, you get it. Like, you know, it's kind of funny that, uh, like, I was... I was going for one sister, but I ended up with this sister. Like I was like sister A, but I got sister B, you know. But hey, you you, you married into the family. And you married into still like a a well off family. So hey, either way, Hamilton, hey, you won big. Not only did you gain power, but you married into power. Look at you go. Yeah, and um definitely seeing like that love triangle kind of also showcased um like really like the powerful um female characters too really um like it showcased like a lot of emotion but also it did showcase a lot um oh this is gonna lead into act two really um so i'm gonna continue talking um it really leads into like um the eliza yeah there we go eliza um yeah it's alex um hamilton's wife really um like showcasing her feelings and like what she um is going through and that definitely needs to act two like the female empowerment to it because I mean um Eliza definitely is going through a lot with Hamilton having that you know like affairs and like that love triangle and she um and it showcased how like her loyalty to Hamilton but at the same time she doesn't um want like she showcased like her loyalty of like Hamilton kind of respecting Hamilton but um it's sort of um 
showcases really like female empowerment of how um she doesn't um want to be disrespected and through her solos or powerful solos it like definitely shows the emotion and like um that it kind of makes you think during the times of like historically how eliza really felt you know she was the the actress herself was able to really showcase like that pain and definitely um and definitely questioning and like challenging hamilton in a way as well so oh yeah yeah and definitely and that and like you said that also in act two so you know so act one really is about the rise of hamilton how it definitely yes it showcases hamilton like his himself but definitely like yeah it definitely showcases hamilton and like the basically who he is and who what his mission was yes and and his rise to being a powerful political influence as the the u.s created its first government so the act one ends with him you know getting to really his mountaintop and then act two pretty much shows him you know, like now with great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. And just because people liked you at first with this revolution doesn't mean everybody's going to agree with your ideas. Mm-hmm. And like now you got to, now you have different, different mindsets. And now, and how are you going to navigate that? So now the obstacle is running the country. And now you're obstacle, now you have personal obstacles. Yeah, that, defi- yeah, definitely like seeing the personal obstacles that he has is definitely something that is not really talked about. And like, history itself like it you get so much on like the the outs the external things of what's happening in someone's life but you don't really get the internal things that it's happening and seeing how his marriage with eliza was definitely was definitely going downhill was something that was also powerful because i mean like like i said eliza was able to show that emotion she was going through and in a way like try to find comfort within herself like she um she still like respected Hamilton in a way, but as we get into Act Two, she understands that like um, she let it be known that yeah you hurt me, you hurt me yeah you hurt me, and it's something that um, really needs to be showcased you know and um, she and as like Act Two goes to it she does not tolerate it at some like a certain point she was like I had enough you did this to me and 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 I will like will be somewhat okay like friendship like you know mutual friendship in a way but like you you hurt me and she really showcases that through her songs and she's like I don't tolerate this anymore you have hurt me and you know you did this but I am gonna look for myself and look for what's best for me and you try to figure out what you want to do and her sister too, like th- who's part of that triangle in the story, like definitely. Um, it was interesting to see how, like, especially that sister, like she knew that she had feelings for Hamilton, but then again stepped back because she knew Eliza loved Hamilton. But in a way, like as the story for, like evolves, like she definitely is with her sister, and really supports her sister a lot, and really like tells Hamilton, like you hurt my sister, you like this love triangle. It's ending because I mean you hurt my sister. I've hurt her too, but you have to go away. So definitely, um, not giving sort of like not giving into Hamilton's like um love sort of in a way towards as the story evolves. That makes sense. Like Hamilton tries to seduce like in a way, but then again the women are like, no, you we know right. you're a player, so like no. Yeah. Right. What's that's funny is because even though he as much as Hamilton loves his wife mm-hmm. Eliza, but. 
he still kind of flirts with mm-hmm. her with the older sister the mm-hmm. the one that he didn't get married to Angelica mm-hmm. I think it was Angelica was it Angelica Angelica, Angelica. <laughs> 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 so Sorry. and <laughs> so and so even like when they're writing letters to each other like hey guess what I'm coming back like like she's like she's really and rather than looking forward to seeing her sister Angelica really wants to see Alexander. Yeah. Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> and and it's kind of like oh like like it's good. Like, they're very flirty with these letters. Literally, like it's just like it's so funny. Like the song that's like she's just like oh my gosh Hamilton. He's like right. and, and, and it's like and we're like we're supposed to feel sympathetic to Angelica. Like wow, I felt I met this man at a party. I like I like I fell for his charm and his wits. Mm-hmm. And like like pretty much like. Like pretty much like man, I was falling for him, but I know he's poor, and I had to marry rich because I'm the oh, oldest. Oh yes, I'm definitely that was like a um. And which thing. it was a real thing, yeah, it was a real thing back in it those de- days. It definitely um, I like how they, especially with the women's roles, like it did portray like the the society norms during that time, but also took it to like a like a step of revolution as well. Because I mean, like I said, like this love triangle was really interesting to see, and like the letters that there were um Hamilton and. Angelica, <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, um, like especially, it was just really funny how like their letters were like, were just like, I understand you're going through this and this, but oh my gosh, um, Hamilton, I miss you, and like, I know I can't betray you because I can't betray Eliza because um, she's my sister, and yeah, and and like it's just like this whole triangle, it's just like whoa, this is like a soap opera telenovela right here, like it's like oh. <laughs> whoa, definitely, and but the moment we all find. They find out Hamilton betrays Eliza. Like, oh, guess what? I'm done with you because I choose. Yeah, I choose my family over whatever we had any day of the week. Definitely, that was like a power female female empowerment move. That like it it she oh that she um. Angelica. I'm just when I hear like the names, I think of like them singing because they're like Angelica. <laughs> so Angelica. <laughs> um, she definitely um that's a really like you unity female unity that's definitely um not seen really like in like you really in broadway and just overall stories in general like that female unity that's there um loyalty i mean yeah angelica really advocating for a sister and be like you hurt my sister so i don't want i don't want anything with you i don't want you anything to do with my family more because you literally betrayed not just me but also my sister who loved you who actually who gave birth to a child you guys have a child with so um it's interesting to see how Hamilton tries to um manipulate um like kind of Angelica and Eliza to forgive him like trying to be like oh I've done you know I'm trying to be a good man and be a better man and I you know I'm I'm fighting in war and blah 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 and you know like that kind of go through his monologue but they're just like okay like okay you're doing great things for the country but you still hurt me right like like you can like your good your good deeds are not your good deeds that you're doing for this nation does not, you know... It doesn't um, justify you betraying your wife. Exactly. So that, to me, was definitely, like, a power move because, I mean, like, as we've seen, like, in stories and, like, movies that, like, when, some like, a man cheats and does something wrong, they try to justify saying, I've done these good things, so can you forgive me? And usually the 
the female character is like, yes, I forgive you because, you know, like, all is done. Like, I forgive you. But, like, seeing that in the play and saying, like, no, I, we don't forgive you because that doesn't justify the means what you did to especially Eliza. So definitely that's something that it's, it's, a, it's a female power move, especially during those times. It was hard it's historically for women to really stand up for their feelings. Because, I mean, like, for women's kind of been society's norms too for women to be forgiving and just kind of forget the past of what a man does but no a man should be accountable for his actions just because he's doing great things doesn't mean he's doing great things for the nation but personally he's doing bad things and that kind of just if your personal life is not aligned to what you're doing externally to to really improve the nation that kind of just questions your leadership to like because i mean in order to be a great leader, you have to really have your personal life in the line to what you want to um, reach for your goals externally, you know, in the outside world. So definitely that's something that is important. I'm glad you got into it, talking about how it could affect his leadership. So, yes, and that we've covered his love triangle with mm-hmm. the with the sisters and his wife and you know, his sister-in-law. But then in say, the second act, we see now he is helping running the country with Washington, George Washington as president. Um, Thomas Jefferson came back from France as ambassador, and pretty like, pretty much like was like the South did not like Alexander Hamilton because in history it'll explain that Alexander mm-hmm. Hamilton thought the future of the country would be the country needs a federal bank, like mm-hmm. um, we're gonna need yeah. to make money, like we're like in a way we we have to go, pretty much like we have to be business sense. And not just mm-hmm. like the wealth cannot just really depend on owning land because in the north we have cities compared mm-hmm. to the south that have land. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just depend wealth on owning a bunch of land mm-hmm. and providing a couple services when not all the people in the country and like pretty much the top half of the country, they're not gonna have that. They're not. They're not gonna have that kind of wealth so we need to find a different way to have money in this country and you know people like thomas jefferson was not like no like the the future of the country is not going to be banks it's going to be farmland it's going to be like owning like farmers owning what what they make and basically selling what they make like yeah like trade and definitely involves through like trading and but pretty much Mm -hmm. but pretty much farmers you know growing a lot of produce themselves but you know, not every. But then again, just very you know, differing ideas, ideologies, and you can see how a lot of people just did not like Alexander Hamilton's vision. It was mm-hmm. too very, very, very far ahead of his time, which now, now, now is the standard. Mm-hmm. Like he, he predicted the future. Like, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna need to make money. Literally, we're gonna need to create the idea of money. It's gonna have to be valued on something. So. That is not that cannot just be, you know, produce and crops. And that, yeah. So so he predicted the future, really, and it's kind of funny, especially when they everybody who hates Hamilton wants like like oh like ha- like Thomas Jefferson, you gotta defend us. Oh, Thomas, like the one who's gonna stand up to Hamilton and put him in his place, Mr. <laughs> Jefferson. And then next thing you know, they're having a wild and out session. They're having a rap battle. Two of them. Two rap battles. Literally, and you know, like, like you hear Thomas Jefferson telling Alexander Hamilton, like, man, you don't know what you're doing because you don't know the South, and like, and then of course, how, how does Hamilton clap back, dude? 
yeah, you're from the South. You weren't even here for when any of this happened. You were partying in France and doing whatever you were doing. So <laughs> how, like, you can't say anything because you don't even know what's going on. So, you know, it was very, like, very interesting that they really wanted to stop. Like, so pretty much the law, as we know today, like, to be president of the United States, you have to be um, born in the U.S. or, like, mm-hmm. and really that idea started actually because of Alexander Hamilton. But, yeah. It's so, like, like, even though it's funny, like, they're trying to stop him from being president. I actually, they probably... I don't, I'm not sure if actually it was written the original uh, constitution or the amendments originally that you had. I, I don't think it was, I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm not the greatest historian, but I, yeah, neither I think, am I. But pro- probably because of Thomas Jefferson and, you know, or, or I forgot what other presidents, I forgot which president after George Washington, it was that you have to be born in the U.S. to be eligible to be president. And that was really because they just didn't like the ideas of Alexander Hamilton. Yeah, they really did not like him. (laughs) But they just thought he was too dangerous for the country. Like, man, like you're at the end of the day, dude, you're British. And you're you're like, we created a government that's similar to to England. Mm -hmm. And like, like, dude, like you're going to ruin us, even though eventually we see like, like, hey, man, some of your things, it kind of worked for us as a country. It kind of did, and definitely um, that's something to really um, think about. And, and it's funny how, so yes, we, we explained in his love triangle, he actually cheated, cheated on his wife with another woman, and how that was going to be used as leverage against his political future. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, how the times have changed, like how, how an affair outside of his marriage is the reason why, like, oh, like, you're done in politics, dude. You're done. Yeah, like, oh, how times have changed with morale when it comes to a man cheating on his wife. Yeah, definitely. Um, It has an impact on, like, the leadership and, like, like definitely an impact towards how um, and, uh, reputation. Right, and, and I understand where you're coming from. Like, you know, like, if you can't even lead, like, your own life, how can you lead a nation? Yeah, definitely that's, like, that's, like in the play it showcased that and definitely it did question Hamilton's um character and like how he really like um made decisions as the play went on and like how he interacted with people as well um it definitely did play a role now what also I found what's incredibly interesting especially because you know th- this man will always be fa- be known linked to Alexander Hamilton no matter what um his rival his in a way rivalry with Aaron Burr sir and I, yes, I'll always, from now on, I will always say Aaron Burr, sir, because no matter what, you don't say Aaron Burr in the play. They just say Aaron Burr, sir. Sir. <laughs> oh, for sure, sir. <laughs> so, so now he's, now forever I will call him Aaron Burr, sir. So the rivalry that they have in a way, like they always try to like, somehow they're always fighting for the same position. Mm-hmm. and it's going to Hamilton and I can understand the resentment and it has to grow on you like man no matter what every time I'm up for something important I keep, losing to, I keep losing to this guy like how like, like pretty much how, how does the son of this how does the son of like a, of a prostitute like his orphan 
like basically like wait like get everything over me like i went to like i was born here i went to college here like i graduated early like i'm educated but but it's funny because like oh like what a lot of people like don't trust in politicians usually is it's explain what's explained in in mm-hmm. the play may, maybe also you know through history textbooks if, or history books if you read a little more thoroughly mm-hmm. you don't know what Aaron Burr sir stood for and like you, and uh, and the, especially in the part where he's running for president against Thomas Jefferson like yeah he seems relatable like uh he's like a man of the people but of course like the biggest question is like well what do you stand for yeah exactly like, and as as good as it is to like climb up the ladder to like gain some power like mm-hmm. at some point it, it there's a there's a ceiling to that because eventually to make decisions you have to believe in something and what I, what was Aaron Burr sir telling Hamilton from the beginning like pretty much just like don't like just like stay quiet keep keep your like keep your beliefs to yourself and yeah, don't 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 be obvious and like showing what of what you stand for because you know you'll get farther in life like that like you'll get maybe you know like not creating conflict you'll create you'll get farther in life you'll get far in life but but when it comes to important issues like I need to know what you think like even as controversial as Jefferson's ideologies could be and if you don't even believe in Thomas Jefferson at the time and but you know what he stands for and at least you know what Tom we knew like in the play like at least we know what Thomas Jeff Thomas Jefferson's about so we know pretty much how the presidency is going to be we have no idea what Aaron Burr sir is for so for all we know yes he could be better but he could also be a lot worse and that's at the where the uncertainty is always is going to hurt you because you're not you're you don't seem like a leader mm-hmm. we have to trust in you like a leader if if we don't even know what what the leader is going to do then how can we follow the leader yeah definitely act 2 touches that and and basically like um yeah act 2 definitely um touches like a variety of things but definitely um talks about um especially within um Thomas Jefferson and <laughs> um, especially like the yeah like just um, I'm trying to like compose my thoughts because a lot of things for um, Act Two but yeah definitely seeing that um, is seeing that how um, Hamilton's really like um, a huge thing that people need him to support them. <laughs> then like they 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 back they blackmailed him in the play like yeah they they say like like. Like pretty much, like we know you were spending money, mm-hmm. and like, oh, were you stealing government money? Yeah, oh, like, you're out of here! And, and like, okay, you want want to know I was spending money? I was trying to pay off the woman and her husband, like the woman I slept with and her husband. That's what I was doing with my own money. Oh, not bad. And yeah, then like, like, oh, like, yeah. And then they end up meeting him, and towards like, to, like they're just like, you, you they're like, who, you, you need support from Hamilton. And it's like, no, I do not. <laughs> I do not need, like, like, I do not need that. It's like, you need Hamilton's help. You need his support. Like, that is the most hilarious thing. Like, man, they're doing everything they can to get him out of Washington. Like, you're, that's it. You're done. Your political career is over. Your influence is over. 
your history. <laughs> and like, you're like, you're like, oh, this election though. This election, like, I need your endorsement, sort of. And yeah, like, like, hey, like, hey, man. You know, I was just playing. I'm sorry. I didn't really mean that. Let's that, yeah. walk under the bridge, man. Come on. Literally, it's just like I'll do, I'm. They literally tried to burn him and burn him downhill, and um, and now they're just like, and literally the plot twist is like, oh, we actually need you. Like, yeah, we we kind of need you actually. Like, you know, yeah. it was in the past. <laughs> yeah, like Thomas Jefferson. Like, he seems too elitist. He's, yeah, literally, he's just pride and elitist. He's like, I don't need, I don't need out. I, like, I can get this on my own. I do not need support. Like, I got and, this. And then, and then, like, and then his team tells him, like, oh, like, yeah, but like the regular folk who are not rich like you, yeah, they don't believe in you like hundred percent. Like, they don't think you're gonna look out for them. So Hamilton's a man of the people. Like, if you get Hamilton, the man of the people, then you then you have the election. Then you yeah, win. and then and then Aaron Burr, sir. You know, like, like, yeah, you're cool. Like, I, all right, I, I'll have a beer with you, I guess. But yeah, but it's funny how Aaron Burn, Aaron Burn, sir, um, definitely, um, he, he, like, as he kind of realized, like, he does need Hamilton too, and he kind of just like approaches him, like, you know, Hamilton. Remember, I was you with, I was one of the people, one of the first people that you know was was talking to you, like, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. Just like, or just like. You know, like even today, people are just like you know, like um, back in the day, you know, like when you were like you know like, not like have yeah. that. That so it's like, hey, we go back. Like, like we, we go back. back. It's like literally, like, like you have those people that are just like, remember, when I was the first person you met, and like, you know, yeah, like, I remember you were trying to, like, I remember you wanted my help, my help. We went to war together. We we knew Washington together, but it's like, like, but like, yeah, but like, if, if memory serves me correct, we were always fighting. Yeah, and yeah, then, we go, we yeah. go back, but like you never liked my ideas or anything. So, like, like literally, like Hamilton, like you, you told me to settle. So like, um, I, you told me not to be to not you know do what I'm what I'm like just you know want to do. Like you literally told me to settle. So like, um, so why should I help you? Like it's just funny to me how Aaron Byrne just really um did that. And like it was just funny to me to see because it's just like that's not how it works. Like you, yeah, you were you talked to him before, but you literally told him like be quiet and like stay in your lane. And so yeah, it's like the, that's the funny thing. Like Hamilton's trying to tell him, like, hey man, the advice you gave me from the first time we met is like as good as that can be to just get ahead for yourself. Mm-hmm. That is the exact reason why I can't trust you. Exactly. Because I don't know what you think. What are you going to do? What do you actually stand for? So if I don't even know that and it could be worse than Jefferson, no, I'm not risking that. Uh-uh. Exactly. So to me, that was really funny seeing that feud of, like, the um, Jefferson and Aaron Burr and, like, trying to get, like, Hamilton's um, endorsement and trying to, um, try to, like, really, like, like it's, it's funny because it kind of reminds me how, like, uh, really, like, like Jefferson and um, Burr trying to like you know um, see trying to like like um, really trying to um, like go on like little like missions like you're just like you know like Hamilton like you remember I did this for you I did that for you remember that it's kind of like a love triangle in a way too it's like it's like two men fighting for like for literally two men fighting for to, for Hamilton to like them and like. <laughs> And, like, it's, like, you know, when we have, like, movies where, like, two men are trying to, like, you know, find, trying to go on dates with, like, this woman that they both like. And, like, it's, like, trying to see who she ends up being with. 
And that's kind of like, right, in right. a way, it kind of way like portrays that. I'm just like, what is going on? It's like a, it's like another love triangle thing. Hamilton. Like, look at Hamilton. Man. He just he having love triangles left and right with men, like men loving his his approval for mm-hmm. for president and women just loving him. Yeah, it was just, it's just interesting to see. That's basically kind of like Act Two and like a mixture of things, but like definitely Act Two had had that especially and, and like him and just and Hamilton just being like, I made a decision. <laughs> like it's so like, but Aaron Burr, sir, man, like, so we went. How man, how how petty do you got to be that like what you oh you didn't endorse me? We got a duel. We got a we got a duel with our guns and see who 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 lands a bullet first on each other. Like man, like dude, let it go, let it go. Like it, like him not endorsing is not worth one's life like that. That was that was dramatic. Uh, very dramatic. But okay, I will say this. Alexander Hamilton had gave gives the worst advice ever for a duel. So you know, people like back in the days, like the duel was, you know, you you didn't. So you and the person you're dueling with, your your opponent, really, you're back to back. You take ten steps forward, and then you turn around and you fire your guns at each other. That was a duel, extreme. But that's like that's how you settled things apparently in the 17 and 1800s. <laughs> so Hamilton's advice to, to his son, who grew up, you know, mm-hmm. and was an intellect and a ladies' man like his dad, apparently. So he, so we saw in a small part. It was after like kind of Alexander Hamilton's personal life falling up, going downhill after after his affair. Another like another aspect, it went downhill. So like how he, in a way he kind of ruined uh, the consequences of him ruining his marriage for a while. Mm-hmm. Is that you know your son thought it was his duty to go out and defend your name, mm-hmm. and well you know he defend his name that as a politician and even just as a man. Like and he has to duel somebody. Man, what does Alexander Hamilton tell his son? Take your ten steps forward, turn, put your gun in the air, and fire. Um, I'm, excuse me, sir. I think you have a little too much faith in the other guy who, yeah, you think that guy won't just shoot his gun straight forward and pow, just shoot him in the chest. Like, you have a lot of faith in that. Nah, I didn't mean this duel. No, 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 no. You both, you both have guns. I'm not gonna think, oh, yeah, he's gonna just fire and scare me. No, 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 no. He's, I'm thinking, I gotta kill him before he kills me. So, I, I was gonna handle that. Was, Awful advice. Yeah, definitely. Um, especially that's when um, Eliza kind of was just like, I lost totally respect for you because you literally, what you've done is literally let our son's death to death, like to die. And, um, oh my gosh, like, dude, I was worse. I'm like, man, not only did you cheat on your wife, you, you got your son killed. Literally, like, Eliza was like, I've had enough with you. And, like, um, it was good that she had enough. Like, it was, um, <laughs> Like she, you need to leave. She took, her, she took herself out of the narrative. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, eventually, Alexander just says, "Like, can we just be partners? You know, we just be friends at least, please." And she just like, and she just like, okay, Fine. like sort of okay, but she's not okay with it. Like I guess, like, like she's had too much, she's, like she's grieved too much. Like, like I, I guess you know, like. Trying to fix this is better than live like feeling like I lost everything. Yeah. Um, so, so, and then we learned that 
Hamilton chose the spot where his son dies. Like, oh, okay, like he was, yeah, like, I, well, history, mm-hmm. I remember saying, I remember my history teacher in eighth grade actually told us that Hamilton had no intention of shooting his gun. Mm-hmm. So he just he just kept it in the air. And, like, he just, like, I, either he kept it in the air or he never actually even drew his gun. Yeah. But, and like, like, dang, like, wow, like, Aaron, Aaron Burr, sir, you could have been something very significant. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you actually, you know, stood for something, you know, you could have gone farther in your political career. But we know Aaron Burr, sir, for shooting Alexander Hamilton. But yeah, um, yeah, but definitely um, now that we've like talked about like Act 1 and Act 2, um, definitely want to um, let's talk about like the ending because I think the ending to me was like really interesting and kind of for me it was kind of under- hard to understand it at first like like um, especially because I mean it was Eliza kind of concluding like the kind of like story in a way so um, it was like for me it was interesting to see because like it was now um, Eliza um, concluding and trying to she pulled herself out of the narrative in a way and that's what the song kind of um, yeah she took herself out of the narrative but then again um it was interesting to see how like the the play kind of concluded of her trying to tell Hamilton like her like uh, like trying to tell that um Hamilton's story like it was interesting to me like yeah like like she's like the she's going to tell the legacy of him yeah the legacy like although it was interesting to me cuz although she experienced like a lot of like betrayal and like but she was the one she's the one who's going to keep that legacy like out there so to me that was interesting yeah. how that play the play kind of concluded that that um eliza was going to be you didn't really as the, as the like it was interesting to see how like the play like from the beginning how it um developed like you didn't expect that at the end that eliza be basically like a huge um like, he'd, like, be that huge, like, significant character. Because you literally, the play is, like, Hamilton. Because it's about Hamilton. So, and like, seeing that ending, right. that conclusion of, like, she's going to be the one who's going to keep that legacy was kind of, like, unexpected to me. You know, like, I don't know. Like, that was, like, my, like, that twist towards the end was kind of, like, interesting to me. I think, uh, understandable. Uh, very understandable. But I think I understood that because, you know, that was, that was her husband. Mm-hmm. And I think she knew... Well, according to the play, I don't know. We don't know how to realize. No, yeah, like according... to me, to me, it was interesting that like I thought it was going to end like Hamilton like dying, like that was going to be like the end. You know, like that like finish with like oh yeah, death. yeah, it's like but the I sad part and then conclusion. Yeah. No, yeah, literally that's what I thought. That's what was like interesting to me to see because I that's where I thought like from the beginning it's like okay, talked about Hamilton who he was, talked about everything that was going through his life, and I thought it would end the death scene like him dying, um, but then again like seeing how like Eliza's character was like actually like a huge thing like was was to me like very interesting and very like awesome to see like now she because i mean like, hypo- like it's like a hypothetical because we don't really know what the story doesn't history doesn't tell what eliza really did and like her feelings and everything so definitely seeing that like plot twist towards the end definitely was like a like good um conclusion yeah i think i think under- like from what the play explained mm-hmm. i think it's she understood Alexander Hamilton represents more mm-hmm. than just a guy who worked for the government. Mm-hmm. He represents a lot. Like, you know, considered he was an orphan, and so once she opened up the orphanage, mm-hmm. 
for like the first private orphanage ever in New York. I was like, oh, like, I like I didn't know. I was like, that's actually really cool and really thoughtful of her. And like, who like knowing providing a home for these kids with no families, like you know, you know, it's almost like that saying, like, hey, you know, like, like my husband, my husband, like my like my my husband, you know, who, you know, who was was an orphan, grew up to be, you know, Seuss very close to the president, mm-hmm. and. Who knows? Maybe you could be the next president. Yeah, so like exactly. his, le- his legacy of from like rags to riches, in in politics, really, is you know it's, it's inspiring. Yeah, definitely. Then, yeah, there was a female like really huge like female power move because I mean, she definitely used the legacy that he left and definitely innovated to continue that legacy. And to me, that's definitely something that she she was really like passionate about she knew that Hamilton although he cheated on her did terrible things but she was just like I'm I'm gonna keep my husband's legacy in but like what I want to improve it and like sort of like kind of like um kind of like in in a way um try to what she was trying to like make his reputation like um like improve his reputation for what he was like I mean um like, what his son couldn't do, really, she was able to really do what his son was trying to do, like, clear his name in a way. So she kind of did that in her own way and acknowledging what he, like, you said, like, he did. Like, he literally came from nothing to, he literally was, had nothing and came to be who he was. And then, like, and then at the end, like, the different characters almost giving, like, a eulogy. Like, Washington, mm-hmm. well, well, one of the characters who plays Washington, you know, comes back and explains what Hamilton meant to him and then other characters who like interacted with, with Hamilton, like explain, like, you know, history doesn't talk about him the way they talk about us, but that doesn't mean he's not just as important as us because he left a solid foundation for since the beginning that still holds up today. Exactly. So it was, it was really cool. It was a great ending, in my opinion, but it really touched you know, me, yeah. Yeah. Now, now before, and we pretty much talked about everything about the play, but except one thing. Now, we forgot to mention King George. Oh my gosh, King George! <laughs> when I saw, honestly, King George was like my favorite. I was gonna, I was gonna talk about like let's talk about the things that we liked, like like funny thing, like favorite scenes, and like to me, like was, yeah, King. George. I was gonna ask you. I was gonna ask you what's your favorite scene, but then I was like, okay, before I ask you favorite scene, like let's mention like the funniest parts. Of Hamilton first. King George. King George. King George is like carrying like the character was just so funny because I mean like it just it was kinda like abrupt and like um like just all of a sudden you see a king, you're just like King I am King George. And to me it was funny because I mean this per this the actor who played King George is someone who like um that that I was I was I didn't know like this actor was gonna be in Hamilton and like to me it um it holds like a special place in my heart because the actor who was playing King George, he is part of Glee, one of my favorite um teen teen musical shows. It's like a musical. Um and him seeing him, I was like so confused who it was at first. I was like, Who is this person? And I was like, Wait, it's it's he's from Glee and, and Glee like he he plays like his character King George kind of is like similar to what he played his character in Glee and I was just like no way like to me it was like awesome to see someone that I knew especially like play that character but his character was just like funny because I mean like in general like it was just 
it was just like a, like a sort of like a random thing that like it was linked of course it was linked to like what was happening throughout the story but it was just funny to see that like all of a sudden then, it's like what it was it was it was always hilarious the king george always like say like like i love you my subjects you know like but remember stay loyal to me or else exactly, yeah. or else i'll have to kill you literally that was like so casual and it was just it and like the actor did an amazing job. I mean, like he's kind of one of Glee's um, successful stories. Because I mean, like um, I always like I'm, him being in this musical. I was just like, whoa, like wow, like you made it. Like you definitely succeeded from like and, Glee. And the and oh, there's I think gonna what was I gonna talk? No, so the funny thing, so there's a lot of influences. You know, a lot of you know rappers that I felt like influenced the hip hop numbers, and which R and B singers influenced like the more like, soulful songs. But I I was getting a lot of Elton John vibes from his his style of singing. He did. I was I was gonna mention that too. Like he the way he was singing, like his tone. I was just like, this is like Elton John type of thing. Yeah. Like I'm just like, like not only Elton, is, right? Not only Elton John. <laughs> not only Elton John did I get the vibes, but specifically like. Rocket Man, the movie, yeah, Elton John. The way the way he was dressed too, like I remember, like in the scene in, in Rocket Man, though, like he had like um, the Elton John kind of had like the like a similar type of like costume. Like it, I remember. Yes, and like I'm just like, wait, this is like Rocket. Like I was like, I had a flashback to Rocket Man. I was like, wait, like he definitely looks like Elton John, like in the movie, like Taron Taron um Taron Egerton. Yeah, playing Elton John. So I was just like. Oh my goodness, he like sounds like him and like and kind of dressed like him right now. Like, whoa. Like, yeah, it was definitely um I was just, the, like having a flashback and, to Rocket Man. I was like, whoa. And the funny thing is it came up back uh, Hamilton comes out before Rocket Man, then like <laughs> like man, but I still get Rocket Man vibes with mm-hmm. King George. Yeah, but it was definitely made for me to see like someone that I knew. Like he was the only actor that I knew and like in like, in the play, because, I mean, everyone else kind of knew to me. I knew who Miranda was, like, because I basically, I knew who he was because of, like, what his production was of Hamilton. Pero, like, I didn't know anyone else, like, I oh. recognized from, like, you know. I didn't um, recognize anybody either. The funny thing is, my mom recognized one of the characters. So, the one who plays, the one who plays uh, Hamilton's son, mm-hmm. he, I'm, I remember, yeah, I, you saw A Star is Born, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember uh, Lady Gaga has a best friend who works with her at the hotel, and then? Wait, really? That's him. Yeah, that's him. No. The one, the one who said who was gonna go back to work after she quit, but they ended up going on the private jet together to see Bradley Cooper. Oh, I did not know. I'm, I did not recognize. I didn't. I didn't recognize him until my mom said, "Like, oh, that's the guy from Star Is Born." And I forgot and you didn't they... recognize King George until I said, oh, wait, that's, that's, for, that's Jesse St. James from Glee. And you're like, wait, what? Oh, oh yeah, you did. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that is. And, like, and then I could tell because the way he sings, he spits. Yeah, he spits. He spits a lot. Like, but... And I'm like, man, man, dude, like, uh, as good as you're singing is, can you stop spreading COVID? <laughs> but no, yeah, you're I like, was really happy got him a mask. I was so happy to see, like, him from Glee because I was just like, wait, this is someone that I know. <laughs> and he's like a phenomenal singer honestly like i knew he was gonna be part of broadway after glee i was like no you have to be on broadway you have to it felt like he had the most broadway type of training of all the the actors on, on glee yeah 
So, but overall, Hamilton, awesome. It was mm-hmm. awesome. Like so, phenomenal. It was gro- really groundbreaking, honestly. And it's oh, definitely. Shown through its um, nominations and winnings. And definitely, like I said, people, like, if you haven't seen it, watch it. Okay. I mean, it's worth the watch. If you really don't want to watch it, okay. But, like, at least it's a soundtrack. It's, it's really fun. fun. I mean, like, well, honestly, if you don't want to go through, like, the whole play, you can listen to the soundtrack. Because, I mean, it's literally every single song is what the play is. But... The play definitely gives more context um, watching it, but definitely, um, like I said, uh-huh. definitely um, see it. Also, so you know, now that we're at the end, um, I want to ask you, what was your favorite part? What was your favorite part of the entire play? Honestly, the favorite part to me was definitely my shots, the scene, the song yeah. itself. And definitely to me was as well, um, mostly Eliza with her um, singing and definitely, um, especially when she um, was singing... Um, especially after her son died, like that. Um, mostly like her characters, but I just really admire like the actress's vocals, especially just in the women in general. Angelica and Eliza's vocals, the actresses play her. Like when I heard them sing, I was just like, oh my goodness, these are vocals that I just aspire to have. Like it's like it, like to me, it was mostly the singing, like every single, like mostly every single song, but like My Shots definitely was something that I, the song that I really, really liked. Um, but yeah, overall to me it was basically um, the music. Like, I mean, like it's hard for me to pick like a like a favorite part of the of the um of the show. Like, but I definitely would say it's mostly the woman singing to me and my shots. Definitely that song. And how about yeah. yours? <laughs> All right, well, then those are good scenes. Uh, I think my favorite part because I thought it was the funniest. It has to be after, like, when King George. Like, like after, you know, he sings, gives his little monologue, and then decides to sit in the corner and watch oh. Jefferson and, and Hamilton battle it out. <laughs> and you just see his reaction, like, oh, oh, like, like, oh, my God. It's like, like, man, he's having, a, like, he's like, he's like, he's enjoying America struggle Not with its that, gov- yeah, no, government. It's like, like, it's almost like, good luck. Like, you thought that like, you thought me ruling you was bad? Rule yourself. And then yeah. you, you, you'll come to me and say, oh, it's harder than it looks. Like, I know. So to see them fighting and him just to be in the corner, like, oh, like a, like a, literally a crowd member from Wild and Out. <laughs> that was, that was to me like, oh, this is great. This is, it's hilarious. This is great comedic relief. Yeah. Like, yeah, overall, like the play, it's like amazing. Like it's, like I said, like it's um something that I hope Broadway like really continues to do similar like projects or at least try to like, you know, really do something innovative and modern and contemporary like this. And Miranda, I hope he does more projects. I mean, to come and, and he did an amazing job and it, it makes me proud to see um, this production. Like I said, like from a Latinx perspective, seeing the Latinx community really show dominance and, talent in this especially in production and just was like an amazing thing to see because you don't see that in broad in broadway and especially um black actors too seeing their talent and being lead characters in this production as well um definitely was groundbreaking overall and um it makes me proud to see that broadway is going through going to a direction of um a really good right direction with um being like trying to um um, demonstrate and portray 
diversity, like actual diversity and, and not challenging the status quo because, I mean, like we said in the beginning of the show that um, you don't see minority characters portraying white char- right, um, characters. You know, like Alexander Hamilton like is a... and The, um, the main characters in real life are white, are white men exactly. and, and you know, white women, but they're now people of color. So like it, yeah, so- it just adds like irony and significance to the story. Definitely. This is, to me was like glad to see and like um and definitely it's um as a Latina who's like interested and really passionate about like music and like musicals and definitely like to me seeing like that on screen and definitely was to me inspiring and like inspires many many kids who are want to be in Broadway that they can really use th- that platform and really um change Broadway really so yeah, so like, it, it's like you said, the industry, you know, very known for being very white, but also in the fact that because it's also very, it just feels kind of elitist in a way because, it you is. know, I mean, because like, when, people, when people go to the shows, they have to dress very nicely, very mm-hmm. formally, elegantly, like, you know, to the theater and the opera. So it just automatically telling you, like, people who have money come to see these yeah, shows. Yeah, like I was thinking, yeah, I mentioned so that in it, the beginning. Like, it's, it's a very... So it, so it kind of excludes, you know, mm-hmm. it excludes like middle class and lower class from being able to see things like this. But, mm-hmm. but you know, I mean, maybe not everybody gets, is going to have their own Disney Plus account, but the fact that it can be shared with just, and anybody can now see it, it like hopefully it's kind of showing that little by little, like, you know, like more access to people who would, wouldn't be able to, to get, to get you know, something like Hamilton in the first place or get yeah. the chance to see Hamilton. Yeah, definitely, and it definitely like persuades um, a lot of minorities to really who are passionate about theater, who want to be in Broadway someday. They 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 can really pursue that dream and really see that it is possible because I mean, it is, and definitely it's something that it's gonna be difficult. The obstacles are gonna be obstacles along the way, but they're gonna know that and be inspired that they can do this. I mean, Miranda was able to do this through hard work and it took him years to do this. Really took him like many years to really develop this production. And he definitely has paved way, paved the way for other generations to, to, to really, if you have a production, really work hard and really succeed with it. Like you can, it's possible. Yeah. So there are, there are staples like of musicals that kind of represent, like represent Broadway at its best. Like almost like, you know, there are certain movies that like mm-hmm. kind of like stand out. Like these are the movies that like really represent the best of the best. And Broadway has the same, you know, like you're always going to have like a Wicked, a Phantom of the Opera. Aladdin, but for, for, the Lion for, King. And for, for this, for the 21st century, that, that it like musical or, you know, or even before like Chicago, mm-hmm. but like the it, like that, the staple of Broadway musicals for the 21st century right now is Hamilton mm-hmm. and how do we like even you know we've seen in shows and movies like people bring up Hamilton like I remember like right now like some people like someone will quote Hamilton and someone's gonna bring up like oh my gosh I have tickets tickets to see Hamilton I was like man it's pretty big and considering that I don't remember watching other than like it has to take, take place in New York where like someone get like a character in a show or a movie gets excited to go to a musical and these characters are like in the south California and Texas mm-hmm. 
Like they're excited, like oh, they get a chance to see Hamilton. Like, like that. It, it really, and, and they're talking about a show, talking about a certain movie. Like we now we we know who the like we, we know who the really the faces are of Hamilton. Like it, it really is great to see, especially that it's a show where the stars are people of color. Mm-hmm. And that's so, nice. Like it's it's amazing to see, and like I said, Miranda, and hopefully other um, actors, and really try to do similar projects like this. And like I said, this is a really good, like a step right forward to direction. Like it's um, definitely going to change the industry. I mean, um, it's a it's like a it's a huge step. It has a huge impact, and hopefully Broadway really takes that into consideration and really uses its platform to really have those. Um, people of color voices and talent so i think we we talked about everything we wanted to talk about on, about hamilton um jackie this was a lot of fun this was a lot of fun definitely it's um it was i was so happy like i was so like getting ready to like when i when i heard it was gonna be on disney plus i was like so happy I was waiting for the day to come so um and definitely, like it the, during the launch, the especially during Fourth of July weekend, definitely was like oh, a, oh of course was like a like a huge thing. It was perfect and definitely lined up um, for what now the especially Fourth of July weekend definitely for this um, for a lot of people definitely was a different type of um, like the celebration was not at all here this year for many reasons like for me i didn't really sell i didn't celebrate fourth of july it was kind of another day for me but this was yeah there's a something called a pandemic still so people there's still COVID. it's still out there but also like how it's now fourth of july kind of isn't like from what we've been experiencing with the pandemic and police brutality and and continuation of systemic oppression like fourth of july hit different this year it wasn't something that many people didn't really celebrate didn't really celebrate because it wasn't worth celebrating, you know? So You're right. Like, yeah, you, you're absolutely right that it was a year that, one, it's, you can't celebrate it with the fireworks and the barbecues and going to the beach like before because of the COVID. But then also now you start to think about it, well, but what happened in, in history for centuries after, mm-hmm. after, like the history, like for over a century after that, and even for another century America, to a degree, just didn't live up to the promise that, it, like, equality for all, it did not live up to that. And to celebrate pretty much a revolution that, yeah, what? we had gained our, yeah, we, we gained our independence and from England, but then again, to remember, yeah, but now, like, the, now the powerful status quo, now we're going to make sure that these people of color aren't on our level. Yeah, so to me, that was definitely um, a thing, like, for it being launched on 4th of July weekend was definitely something that uh, was interesting to me. And also, like, um, it, like I said, it, it portrayed so many messages, and it was important that people watch that, especially during this 4th of July weekend that was, for for many of us, it was not at all celebrated. Like, for me, it was, like I said, it was another day, and, like, I, it was for me to really reflect, really, and, like, seeing that was definitely... Um, like a good thing that Disney was able to launch that during that time. Cause I mean, it kind of woke up a lot of people's perspectives and hopefully it did. I mean, but yeah, definitely. Um, it, yeah. it was um, interesting to see that it was, um, it changed. But, it, it really influenced a lot of people to really reflect during that time. Yeah. And then the, the breath of fresh air that came with that weekend was Hamilton. Mm-hmm. 
So and yeah, like you said you didn't celebrate that weekend. Um, honestly, that weekend for me, Fourth of July is uh, actually the anniversary when I was baptized. So and so not necessarily celebrating America. So instead of instead of doing that, um, yeah, just like my parents had decided, like uh, that was the day we celebrate um, my baptism. That's really nice. Yeah, to me, like it. Um, yeah, Fourth of July. Oh, fun yeah. fact. So fun fact, I have a cousin who. I have a cousin. She was actually born on my birthday, and she asked, she happened also to be baptized when I was baptized, like Fourth of July. So, so like, but, so it's kind of yeah. weird. It was like kind of weird that I'm like that I I shared that with a family member, but not just my birthday, my baptism anniversary. That's awesome. Like, yeah, to like it was um Fourth of July was just like uh like for everyone was like different in each way, but yeah, to me like. Yeah, to seeing Hamilton was definitely like a like a good thing, especially during like these times that have been like twenty twenty has been like a like a year of like revela- revelation in a way. Like people are really now taking the time to really um understand and really take action that's been for the systemic issues that have been happening for years and um Yeah, definitely and, and but it was nice for just like the those couple hours that you were just able to sit back and enjoy, enjoy a new movie mm-hmm. for a little bit, and so, so. But then, like like we said, Hamilton was fun, right? Hamilton was amazing, and definitely, um, it kind of influenced me to like want to be on Broadway a lot because I mean, like, I always like had like a, admired Broadway for like its talent, and like to me, it's been like for a person who likes to like sing and like musical productions like honestly my favorite like productions i probably would say is probably rank uh, one i would rank is dream girls um <laughs> oh you have you have a funny story about dream girls maybe we'll, we can explain that an, another day yeah we might do you know maybe another uh, episode of uh, know, yeah maybe maybe for the next episode we'll talk about dream girls who knows we'll probably have a special episode of dream girls we've probably um just warning if we if we're probably going to do that actually to be honest but just wait um <laughs> Warning people for Dream Girls. I would probably be the only one talking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to. I guess I'll have to take the role of talking about the villain of, of Dream Girls. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, definitely. Um, Broadway holds a special place in my heart. Um, honestly, and um, yeah, like I said, everyone, um, watch Hamilton. No excuses. Um, if you need to lend someone um Disney account, Disney Plus account, I can lend mine. <laughs> or, or, or you know, free trial. You do that seven day free trial. Or you can do that seven day free trial and um definitely worth watching it. Like it's um listen to the soundtrack. I mean like I said, even if you don't like musicals, give it a shot. You know, my shot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That was so interesting. <laughs> um but um but yeah um definitely give it a watch. Um like I said, if I see you watching Avengers and not watching Hamilton, I will come at you. <laughs> you heard that, folks. Come on, don't 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 let Jackie come at you. She'll throw them hands. I will throw them hands. I actually fight on like Alexander Hamilton who gave bad advice to his son. <laughs> oh, shots fired, <laughs> literally. <laughs> All right, well, Jackie, thank you, thank you for you no, know, for this special episode. Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a great. We're gonna come up with a lot of other special episodes to come, and I mean, thank you for everyone who's listened to our um, podcast, really, because I mean, like, we wouldn't be doing these episodes if it wasn't for our listeners. Exactly. So thank 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 you to the listeners for for being fans of our show, and thank you for 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 giving us a chance. And you know, this this is for you. 
Yeah, so we'll see you on Friday for another yeah. um, recording. Like this, yeah, this is a fun episode, but next next episode we're gonna get back to the news. Yeah, we're gonna get serious, and it's it is yeah. I'm definitely glad we did this episode. So yeah, yeah, me too. So Jackie, thank you. Gracias, mi gente. Yeah, gracias a todos que que nos escuchan y oh, now we say goodbye, everybody.